Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special episode of All Steak No Sizzle. This is uh, Steak Bite, number two. And like I said before, Steak Bites are going to be small episodes, you know, after, you know, a lot of major events that happens or if something happens during the week, you know, before or after the show that I'm putting out that I need to talk about real quick, I'll put a Steak Bite out. And today was the first day of wild card weekend and the Detroit Lions lost. So what you're gonna hear today is you know basically my drive from a nice little bar out in Dearborn, Michigan home with me and a special young lady by the name of Miss Marky. That is uh my wonderful girlfriend. And you know we you know chopped it up a little bit about you know our thoughts about the Lions and whatnot and for those of you that may or may not know, January 7th, uh, the day that the Lions played and the day that I'm recording this is my birthday. So before we jump into, you know, my thoughts about the Lions game, <sighs> okay, let me take a deep breath. I'm going to try and run through my Facebook timeline and shout out. All the different people that, you know, wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> I got about a good 100 people that, you know, left me a message on my timeline. But uh, I'm going I'm to try and shout everybody out. So <clears throat> here we go. All right. Thank you to my cousin, CJ McKenzie. My man, Ahmed. What up, though? Uh... Miss Charlotte Thompson, thank you for the birthday wish. Miss Crystal Ward, what up, though? Thank you for the birthday wish. It's my cousin, uh, Rosalind McKenzie. Thank you. Uh, Miss Ashley. Um, Ashley, I'm sorry. I'm forgetting what your last name used to be. I know it's not that anymore, but thank you anyway. Uh, Miss Kendra Towns, thank you for the birthday wish. Uh, John Edwards, uh, do major friend of my my sister John grew up around the corner from me he John is the person that allowed me to watch my first WWE pay-per-view uh, if it wasn't for him I probably wouldn't be as big of a wrestling fan as I am uh, <laughs> I might have told this story before in a previous episode but the first pay-per-view that I remember watching that really got me hooked on professional wrestling was I want to say it was a it was a Royal Rumble or Survivor Series, the Mankind versus the Rock match. It was an I Quit match when uh, <laughs> the Rock threw Mankind onto like some electrical equipment. That was at John's house. So shout out to you, John. Uh, it's Portia. What up, Portia? That's uh, one of my sister's uh, maids of honor. So shout out to you. Thank you for the love, Portia. Chris Wade, the man that made the logo for All Steak No Sizzle. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for the, uh, showing me some love on my birthday, man. Miss Adrian Gibbs. <laughs> uh, me and Adrian started working at TJ Maxx together the same day. Shout out to you, Adrian. Thank you for showing me some love. Mr. Darian. Uh, Darian was one of the groomsmen of my my sister's wedding. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for showing me some birthday love. Mr. Donald Stuckey. Thank you, man. Shayla. And <laughs> I, I'm not that old. I'm only a, a year older than you. So, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> guess what you got to look for got to look forward to uh miss LaRonda Carr thank you for showing me some birthday love Angela Norman thank you uh Jamila thanks for looking out Sola <laughs> she wished me a merry birthday oh uh, I'm gonna have to holler at her before she head back to the mean streets of Sydney Australia I think Sydney I don't know we'll see Oh, man, Mr. Torgerson from uh, Mufford High School. He wished me a happy birthday, and he's a fellow Capricorn. Throw your CCs up. Shout out to you, Mr. Torgerson. My cousin, Latisse, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. And shout out to the young lady formerly known as Tanisha Fletcher. <laughs> thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Mr. Billy Shanks, my cousin, thank you. Uh, Mr. It says Tremel Peoples, what up, man? Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, Mr. Mike Dunwitty. Thank you, sir. Seeth, uh, uh, yeah, you came up a couple times in, in the conversation that we had, man. I'm not gonna read this whole thing out, but yeah, you came up, man. Uh, in my quick breakdown of the Lions game, so thank you, uh, Mr. Kev, man. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, man. AKA uh, the wrestling. I can't think of a who's a good radio. I mean, uh, TV host of like a trivia show. Uh, the wrestling Rod Roddy. There we go. Bam. Uh, Tremaine, what up, though? Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, Ms. Julianne Woods. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Rob Peterson, yes sir. Man who uh, <laughs> who's a Steelers fan. He made uh, better decisions than I did. <clears throat> Thank you, uh, Rakita. Thank you, cuz. Uh, I'll probably be <laughs> probably be seeing you soon. Um, might make my way down there. We'll see. I'll let you know. Um. Oh yeah. So I'm looking at this again. Mr. Seif wished me a happy 21st birthday with a picture of Steve Harvey. Fuck you, sir. Uh. <laughs> uh cousin Alyssa, what up, though? Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, Miss Rolisha. Thank you. Rakita, thank you, madam. Uh, Miss Sierra McGowan, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. My cousin, Joya, thank you. I did enjoy my birthday, and I love you, too. Thank you. Miss Romar Duffy, thank you, madam. Jeffrey Edwards, uh, the brother of uh, John, who I was talking about before, who I watched my first wrestling pay-per-view with. Thank you, sir. Miss Tremaine Griffin, thank you. Mr. Chris. <laughs> Chris Frost, man, I need I need to hear what you thought about the Lions game today. Shout out to Miss Linda Spite, my high school principal, man. I it honestly like it warms my heart to know that my principal follow you know follows me on Facebook and you know leaves me a message every year for my birthday. So thank you, Miss Spite. Um, <laughs> to my cousin Darius, thank you, sir. My boy Lavoris down there in the mean streets in Nashville, Tennessee. What up, though? Uh, Mr. Brandon Fletcher. Thank you, sir, for uh, the birthday wishes. Mr. Blake McGee. Thank you, sir. Um, my boy Brandon Worthy. I'm looking at your message. You know, say happy birthday, my brother. Hopefully the Lions will win for you today yeah that shit didn't happen but uh thank you for the birthday wishes anyway my aunt dorothy thank you um we'll see i might be down there 
uh, next week. Miss Shayna, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, and thank you for other reasons that I will <laughs> dispose at a later date. Thank you. Uh, Miss Tiffany Ramber, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Miss uh, Shantia, out there in the mean streets of, I think you're in Phoenix. I think you're in Phoenix. You're in Arizona, so you're nice and warm right now. So have, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Huh? Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> my man, John, what up, though? Thank you, sir. My uh, UFC buddy, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Mr. Jace, thank you, sir. And no, the Lions did not win for my birthday because they fucking hate me. <laughs> um, okay, I know this is, I, I feel really bad for not being able to say your first name. Especially since we're related. <laughs> I'm going I'm to try this. Hopefully I don't mess this up. Trinius McKenzie Smith. I, I hope I didn't mess up your first name. I apologize. But if I did, I apologize once again. But thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. My cousin Dre, what up, though? Out there in the main streets of Vegas. Scotty. Man, fuck you, man. You beat me in the uh, fantasy football championship. But thank you for wishing me a happy birthday anyway, you motherfucker. Um, Big Will, what up, though? Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, sir. The man who has the second greatest name of all time, Devin White, but it's spelled D-E-V-O-N. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Man, my boy Vic, man. Dude, I've known this dude since we was like, <laughs> man, how long have we known each other, dude? Grew up next to next door to each other, man. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, man. I appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, we'll be linking up sometime in the next couple weeks, man. Uh, shout out to my boy Q from the Critical Dump Podcast. For those of y'all listening to this, go check out his podcast, The Critical Dump, man. He's, he's, uh, it's a cool brother right there. And make sure you go check out the episode me and him did last week. <laughs> uh, me and Q broke down the top five sports moments of 2016, so make sure y'all go check that out. Thank you, sir. My cousin uh, Willie, thank you, man, for wishing me a happy birthday. Uh, Miss Jamaica family, I am not old. You're older than me, so uh, fuck you. And thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Uh, my uncle Larry, thank you, sir. <laughs> and no, I'm not gonna spend all my birthday money in one place. I spread it out, you know, to different places. Most of them involve alcohol. <clears throat> oh, my mom's. Thank you, mommy. Aw. It's kind of weird that my mom follows me on Facebook. <laughs> and I, I'm kind of wishing she didn't, didn't listen to this podcast right now because I dropped a lot of profanity. But thank you anyway, Mom. <laughs> my cousin Roy, thank you, sir. Miss Crystal, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday and congratulations to you on dropping that baby. I hear dropping babies like mixtapes. No, definitely. Um, Miss... So I'm gonna go ahead and call you by your, your government name, Miss Jackamicia London. <laughs> Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. The one and only Jackamicia that I know in this world, uh, Mr. Montreal Johnson. Thank you, sir. Aww, Mama Lawson. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Uh, thank you, Miss Serena Carson. Shout out to you. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, Miss Jackie Brown. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. <laughs> Steve, what up, though? Mr. Uh, 
you are the what are you? I think you're the S and GMS. What up, though, man? I'm I'm looking for forward to that album, man. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, Mr. James Brown. Hey, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, Miss Whitney Bell. Thank you, madam, for wishing me a happy birthday, uh, Joy Wilson. Thank you, ma'am. It's been a minute. We have to uh, do some karaoke sometime. Come on out. Yep, yep, yep. Oh man. Uh, speaking of karaoke. Thank you, Danielle, for wishing me a happy birthday. I just saw you the other day. It's been a minute. And uh, as soon as my schedule frees up, I will be back out there to do some more karaoke, some okay. Uh, Miss Christina Eubanks. Still Christina Young to me. No disrespect to your husband, but still Christina Young to me. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Uh, Natalie Cole, the the white version. <laughs> uh yeah, this uh, picture you sent me lets me know that you either I owe you money or you just hate me. But uh, thank you anyway for wishing me a happy birthday. Um, it's Montez Miller. Thank you, madam. I, you know, low key, I, I know in the past on this podcast, I've thanked different people for, you know, inspiring me. And in an indirect way, you have definitely inspired me to do this podcast as well. So thank you, madam, for, you know, inspiring me. And uh, thank for, thank you for the birthday wishes. Uh, thank you, Jay Wynn, for shooting me a <laughs> birthday. Happy birthday, man. I am not a secret agent, sir. Uh, Miss Nakia Barnes. Thank you, madam. Josh, what up, though? Uh, fellow uh, Montford grad and former teammate in, in uh, Bobian Middle School. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, Miss Carla, for the birthday wishes. Miss Jazz Kiana, thank you, madam. Alicia, I'll be down there in North Carolina sometime. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put a date on it, but sometime uh in the near future I'll be down there. Hopefully for a, a major occasion. I'm not gonna put your business out there, but thank you, madam. Thank you, Holly. It's been a while since I hollered at you. Thank you. Mr. Muhammad Sherry. Make sure y'all go back and listen to my podcast episode with Mr. Muhammad Sherry talking about the situation going on out in uh, North Dakota. So thank you, sir. Uh, Dana grew up down the street with you. It's been a long time. See you out here working in the in the plants too. So thank you for the birthday wishes, Mr. Justin Montgomery. Thank you for the birthday wishes, Miss Francis. Uh, make sure y'all go back and, and listen to her. She's a fellow uh, Allstate No Sizzle alum. Uh, I had an episode with her. Make sure you go back and listen to that. Miss Paula Tapp, thank you, madam, for the birthday wishes. My cousin, Miss Lakeisha Harrison, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Uh, Lavinia Halliburton, thank you, madam. Uh, Miss Miller, Jasmine Miller, that is, thank you for the birthday wishes. My, my brother, Stephen Bartholomew Hines, thank you, sir. I just uh, saw you a few minutes ago. Um, Miss T, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Uh, what up, Clay? Yeah, man, I need to hear what you think about these here lions, man. But thank you for the birthday wishes. Thank you, uh, comedian extraordinaire, Mr. Keith Bender. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. My man, Angelo, what up, though, man? That's one of my main homies from back in the day, man. And a fellow, uh, teammate on the, what was that, the Schultz? Hawks basketball team. 
Thank you for the birthday wishes. Miss Brittany Lee, thank you for the birthday wishes. Thank you. Uh, My sister, Miss Kiva, Kiva Walker, thank you. Thank you, madam. Uh, Mr. Brian Bogues, thank you for the birthday wishes. And let me see if I can remember these. Um, thank you, Miss Ashley Thornton. She shot me a text message. Thank you. One of my oldest friends in the world. Grew up on the same block. Thank you. Uh, thank you to my niece, Takayan. Make sure you go check out her podcast, Takayan Talks. Thank you to my sister, Shakia, for posting embarrassing pictures of me, which I wasn't embarrassed by. <laughs> Uh, thank you to my sister, Sharonda, for shooting me a message. Uh, thank you, madam. Uh, my pops called me on my birthday. Thank you. Uh, like I said, my mom, she shot me a message on Facebook. Thank you, mommy. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Um, oh, yeah. I got to shout out everybody in the R Forum group on uh, Facebook. Um, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. Um, bear with me, people. Ah, yes. Thank you, Juliander Berry, Mr. Uh, Ken Dogs Doyle, Miss Cindy Dixon, uh, Mr. Rico Rogers. Thank you, sir. Uh, Camille, Sean Mitchell, Katrina Brady, uh, Tarkia, and all right. So, like, I really don't want to mess up your name, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Zhao. If I said that wrong, I do apologize and correct me so I can know how to pronounce it right. But Zhao, you show me love every year. You make sure everybody you know gets love on their birthday. So thank you, madam. Um, I think that's everybody. Shout out to John from the John Effects Podcast for, you know, shouting shouting me out, you know, giving me some some birthday love. Thank you, sir. Um If I forgot you, I do apologize. Charge that to my head and not to my heart, but it, it was a lot of people. I tried to fit it in. <laughs> shout out to my boy Jason. Jason, yep, my boy Jason shot me a message. Shout out to my boy Dave. Um, I think that's it. Like I said, if if I forgot you, I do apologize. Shout out to my girlfriend, Marky, for coming to the uh, frigid streets of Detroit, Michigan, and spending my birthday with me and for the wonderful car that she got me as well. So hopefully that makes it worth it of her coming uh out of her nice 70 degree weather to come see me all right she's looking at me right now so uh yeah just score some brownie points hooray for me um (laughs) but uh yeah let me let me shut up jump into this conversation that i had after the football game and you get to hear my girl on that one yeah she had some some uh thoughts on the Lions game so thank you all for the birthday wishes thank you all for listening and let's go ahead and jump into that quick conversation and like I said before these are unedited this is just raw episodes raw takes on whatever's going on in the world so you know if there's any mistakes you know don't don't kill me over it it was just you know running through my head at the time and 
Thank you all for listening once again. So here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy Devin McKenzie from the Allstate No Sizzle Podcast. Honest, no BS, look at life, sports, entertainment. And I am currently on my way back home from watching the Detroit Lions. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? How, how would you describe that that game? How would I have a scrimmage? <laughs> Yes, the Lions getting demolished in a scrimmage against the Seattle Seahawks. They lost, I believe the score was 26 to 6. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that other voice that you're hearing, that's not mine, is the voice of uh, a lovely young lady by the name of Miss Marky Perkins. You may have heard her previously on All State Go Sizzle episodes. Um, this lovely young lady came to the main streets of Detroit, Michigan to see me celebrate my birthday, which is today, January 7th. Well, actually, as I'm recording this, it's technically January 8th, but, you know, technicalities. But, um, yeah, we're just driving back from the game, well, not from the game, but watching the game. And, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised, not disappointed. It's pretty much what I expected what would happen. The Lions, they are what they are. And, um, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure what, what, what really to say. I mean, like, I can sit here and break down the game, but quite frankly, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do. You know? uh, this is a team that I really don't have faith in right now. They uh, brought back Jim Caldwell after losing four games in a row against you know teams with winning records. I mean, this is just what they do. So, um, shout out to my boy Steve, my boy Mike, uh, his friend Joe. Was that his name? I think it was Joe. Yeah, Joe. Shout out to Joe. And, we'll go with Joe. Yeah, we'll go with Joe. And uh, shout out to CF <laughs> for coming out and uh, you know celebrating the birthday with me and uh, watching the Lions lose. <laughs> um, I, it's kind of weird. I'm the type of person that like if if I'm being like an asshole or if I'm like you know being too hard or if I'm being unfair, like I want people to tell me. So like. You know, we're sitting around watching the game and you know we're sitting around talking about like the state of the Detroit Lions like the Lions history and their future or whatever and you know, I just had to straight up ask like am am I really that hard on the Lions and, like everybody was like yeah yeah you are yep mm-hmm. yeah you are but at the same time I kind of feel justified in doing so because I mean they put up performance like they have in the past four weeks you know, anytime they go up against a team that's worth a damn, they, they lose. And then when they have something on the line that's, that actually matters, like winning a division championship or you know, winning a playoff game, you know, they, they lose. They choke. Exactly. Like. I don't personally think that you're. 
ripe, it sounds like it could be juicy and sweet. And then when you cut it open, you're still excited. You prepare everything. And then when you take your first bite, it's a big letdown. You know what, baby? That might be like the perfect way to describe the Detroit Lion. That's, that's, a, that's a great metaphor right there. I like that one. High, high five to that. You're like a, a watermelon that you think is just going to be nice and delicious and sweet and ripe. And then when you cut into it, it's a family of worms living inside of it. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily go that far. Okay. All right. Maybe I took it a little it's bit too far. It's just not sweet. Okay. It's not a very ferocious watermelon. <laughs> yeah, I like that analogy. I'm going to have to use that one. Yeah, I mean, and then a lot of my friends, we were having debates back and forth on Facebook about should the Lions have brought back Jim Caldwell and, you know, and I, I honestly, I understand why they brought him back and I understand that they, I knew they were going to bring him back because he's gotten his team to the playoffs two of the last three years. And uh, let me just apologize if, you know, you can hear like roll noises or whatever. Like I said, I'm driving back from, the, from uh, watching the game, but um yeah, the Lions, you know, making the playoffs two of the last three years. I, I give them credit. That's that you know that is an accomplishment. But it's like, when does you know that not become enough? Now, when is it like when do you start expecting more from this team? Like when they made the playoffs in 2011. At that point, my expectation rose for this team. I expected this team. Okay, you made the playoffs after like not making it for like the past like 12 years. Now, okay, you made it to the playoffs. Now, go win a division championship and get a home playoff game or, right. or win a playoff game. Right. Like, right now, I'm at the point where it's like, okay, you got to do one or the other. Either win a division championship and get a home playoff game or win a playoff game regardless. Like, other than that, it, I mean, the seasons are, are a failure to me. And... I feel like a lot of Lions fans are like too busy looking at how bad the team was in the past and not putting expectations on this team. I mean, where we're getting back to right now is where this team was back in the 90s. Like if you remember the 90s, they would make the playoffs every other year and they wouldn't win. So we're finally getting back to where we were, you know, 20 years ago. But when you start, you know, winning games like they did, they won like, a, what? I think they won like eight out of like, the, no, seven or like eight games or something like that. Like when you start putting together like winning streaks like that, you know, expectations build up. You were nine and four and had an opportunity to be the number two seed in the playoffs. And then you choke four weeks in a row against teams that actually you know, are good. So. Man, I'm not going to take the joy away from a, from the Lions fans. I'm a Lions fan by default, but I feel like Lions fans are hopeless and optimist at the same time, which, you know, it kind of goes, but that's just the cards that we were dealt when we were born in this city. <laughs> we're devoted to a team that is not devoted to us. So. Yeah. I, I think Eddie, Eddie Murphy said it best. He was, uh, I want to say it was either Raw or Delirious. I can't remember what comedy special it was. But he was talking about how, like, if uh, you're starving and someone gives you a cracker, 
Like you're gonna think that's like the greatest cracker in the world. Like, ooh, yeah, that ain't no regular cracker. That's a wrist cracker right there. That's a, that's a good ass cracker. But when you you know when you've been eating crackers for a while, eventually you're gonna be like, hey man, let me get some cheese on this cracker, or let me get you know some some summer sausage and and, and cheese on this cracker. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I guess I'm just a, I'm just a different bird, man. Like this team. I gave up on this team a long time ago. Like, I want to say it was like the mid-2000s when I was like, you know what? I just don't believe this team is ever going to get it done. They're not going to do the right thing. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, with the new general manager that just came in this past year, I actually do believe in him. I feel like he has – this year, I feel like he's done a good job. I mean, I feel like he's brought in a lot of building blocks for this organization. I feel like he's brought some pieces in that this team can build on. Um, I'm I'm still not the biggest Matt Stafford fan, but like I felt like he he was doing a damn good job until he he messed his finger up, and like that's even that's hard for me to admit that Stafford was doing a good job. But now they're gonna have to break this dude off, probably the biggest contract in NFL history next year. This dude's gonna make like twenty five, twenty six million dollars a year from now on for the rest of his career. So now, like no matter what, we're tied to this dude. Like we're we're expecting him to lead us to that promised land. And I, I have faith, I have more faith in Bob Quinn than I do anybody else in this organization. And a lot of the reason why I want Jim Caldwell gone is because I feel like if. Bob Quinn, if I have faith in him, I, I want him to have the people that he actually wants here running this organization. And I just don't believe in Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell did some dumb shit in this game today. The game was tied 0-0, you know, at the end of the first quarter. It was a fourth and one. So the quarter ends, and they trot the offense right back out there. And I'm like, that's not a smart move. I mean, defense was doing pretty well at that point but you give the Seattle Seahawks time to you know regroup and come up with a plan to stop you and you don't punt the ball and I felt like at that point Seattle then came out on the next drive and scored a touchdown so at that point now momentum is on Seattle's side and you know Jim Caldwell basically made some dumbass decisions and you know gave the momentum back to Seattle gave them a short field and everything so when I talk about bad coaching decisions that Jim Caldwell makes, those are the decisions I'm talking about. And, like, this guy is here for at least another year. And it's like, man, go find – go get a coach that, you know, knows better than to make dumbass decisions than that. Go get right. go get me a, a Terrell Austin, the defensive coordinator. Go get me a Josh uh, McDaniel or a Matt Patricia, the coordinators at, in uh, New England, which is a winning organization. So when I when I, like, you know – make my my comments about the lions it's not just because i'm i just hate the lions it's, no it's based on like real shit and like shit that i actually see i mean i'm not saying i'm like the smartest motherfucker but i mean if i can see the shit why can't you know the lions organization see the shit but they probably can see it you know politics probably just works in the favor of jim caldwell being there okay Baby, you are 100% right. Because when uh, they hired the general manager, typically whenever they, a team hires a general manager, one of the first things he does is 
fire the staff, the coaching staff, and bring his, in the people he wants. But when he got hired, you know, um, Martha Ford, the new owner of the team, said, I love Jim Caldwell, and we want Jim Caldwell here. So he was basically stuck. He got stuck with this coach that he honestly probably didn't even want. And to be fair, you know, when they hired uh, Bob Quinn, it was late in the process. So it was really all the good coaching candidates at that point were taken. So, I mean, you were almost stuck with Caldwell for another year. But the problem is the Lions started the year off one and three, and everybody was calling for Jim Caldwell's head. And then he fucked around and won like eight of his last nine games after that. And it was like nine and four and in great position. And everybody was like, oh, we got to keep Jim Caldwell. And I'm like, I already know how this is going to play out. You know, he's going to keep his job regardless. I mean, when you win nine games and make the playoffs, it's hard to fire your coach at that point. But, you know, sometimes, like, organizations that want to make, you know, real moves, make bold, you know, shocking moves like that. The Lions just aren't that type of organization. You know, we're, we're happy making the playoffs. Right. We're, we're complacent with just making the playoffs. Me, on the other hand, I don't want to just make the playoff. I want to win a playoff game. I want to make a playoff run. But, you know. I think we've been let down so many times that we are complacent with just being – Oh, we won three games this year instead of not winning any. Exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, we only lost by five points instead of losing by 20. Exactly. Oh, well, you know, if the refs had called this, then we would have won. At, at the end of the day, we still lost. Right. And and that's the thing. That's another thing that, like, bothers me about my fellow Lions fans. is like, well, the refs cheated us. Well, why didn't you let the referees be a factor in the game? Like, um, I mean, uh, me and Sif, you know, if he's listening to this, and I, he knows what I'm talking about. You're talking about the, the Dallas game two years ago in the playoffs when, and I admit 100%, it was a terrible call by the referees. But if I tell you, hey, Matt Stafford has the opportunity to get two possessions of the football with eight minutes to go in the game, would you take that? And he said, yeah. And ironically, that played out, you know, in this game. But, yeah, if Matt Stafford and this team is really that good, if you give them two chances with the ball with eight minutes to go, they should be able to go down and, and win that game for you. Or, and, or hey, we were winning that Dallas game when that, uh, that terrible penalty was called, and we had a great defense. If that defense – you know, stepped up and, you know, held that lead, we would have been good. We still would have won the game. And nobody would be talking about that penalty. But, you know, I don't know. I'm just different. I'm just wired differently. I've watched, like, winning organizations play football before. And, you know, I have higher standards for the Detroit Lions, but. As we all should. Like I stated before, we've been let down so many times. We just are satisfied with mediocrity. I agree. The lower end of mediocrity. So, now the question is, what do the Detroit Lions do going forward? I mean, like I said, I, I believe in 
and Bob Quinn. Um, I have to go and check and see where the Lions will probably fall in the NFL draft, but we'll probably have like you know somewhere between like the want to say the 18th to the 22nd pick probably somewhere around there so we'll have a later draft pick we, you know we need help all over the field but you know I, I believe Bob Quinn's the type of guy to make some smooth true moves and you know get more draft picks and bring some people in here that you know I feel like can help us out immediately so we'll see I feel like with this um, we need the clean house, and then we also need to build team rapport. We, I think we need uh, a better franchise as far as the team is concerned. You know, not to bring the Cavaliers into this, but I think we do need to pull a LeBron Kyrie type of situation where you have a leader, and then you have a second in command, and you have people that are in this game to play this game and to win this game. And you know what? And as much as I hate on Matt Stafford, I, I give him credit. I, his on-field play, I, I, he played pretty well on the field this year, you know, even before before his injury. After his injury, I felt like he was a little bit hampered. But one thing I, I got to give Stafford credit for, you know, as much as I criticize the guy, I saw him step up more as a leader this year. I mean, what it, it took him eight fucking years to do it, but you know, he finally—I felt like he stepped up as a leader of that organization this year, and I, I give him credit for that. So, you know, go ahead. I mean, you're gonna have to break him off that big ass contract. Hopefully, he, he, you know, continues to mature and become more of a leader of this organization. But now you need that that other guy. You need a guy on the defensive side of the ball that can do the same thing. Right. You need that second in command. So, hopefully, we can get that in the draft. Hopefully, we can draft that you know draft that guy or find a nice free agent that can fill that role we'll see um like i said i I believe in bob quinn and in the the patriot way so hopefully he'll draft well and bring in some good players in here the schedule next year is is pretty rough so honestly i'm not expecting this team to make the playoffs but you know i said the same thing last year so we'll see maybe we can get tim tebow See, baby, we had a great day. I had a great birthday. I enjoyed myself. You just had to go ahead and try and ruin the whole thing by bringing up, you know, bitch ass Tim Tebow. That's fucked up. You see, you see, y'all see how abusive my girl is, man. This is that's fucked up. You know, damn well I hate Tim Tebow. You might as well say, oh, let's bring back Tim Tebow, Brett Favre, and hell, let's bring Carl Malone on this team too. Let's do it. See, this probably don't take you nowhere. You don't know how to act. <laughs> Man. But, uh, yeah, hopefully this team gets their act together next year. We'll see. Um, but all in all, I had a pretty damn good birthday. You did? Yes. Old as shit out here. Old. Tur- just old. In turn 32. I'm going to have to trade you in for a younger model. You do know I gotta drop you over the airport, right? What does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying, you know, you know, people that need rides to airport shouldn't talk shit like that. 
whatever. <laughs> Maybe my boo will be drafted next. He'll be freshly 20, 21. Oh, you trying to rob the cradle out here? Yeah. Okay, I see. I'm trying to be like J-Lo. Hey, I ain't going to front, though. You know, as long as you give me a little bit of that money, like, it's all good with me. You can go ahead. Go ahead. You going to pimp me out? I mean, I ain't going to put it like that. You know, I ain't going to pimp you out, but, you know, I'll be like a manager or something like that. You know, <laughs> agent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. But all in all, good birthday. Shout out to everybody that, you know, shot me a message on Facebook or sent me a text message or... Uh, Twitter wishing me a happy birthday. I appreciate y'all. Um, when I get back into the crib, I'll yeah, I'm gonna call everybody out individually. It was a lot of y'all. I want to say last time I checked, I had like 70 something messages. Wish me a happy birthday. So it's gonna be a long ass list. You're gonna do each one individually? Yeah, I feel like I, you know. Like on the on the show? Yeah, on the, on the podcast. Yeah. Ooh, that's a show in itself, babe. I know. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try and run down it real quick. But thank all y'all for showing this little boy from West Side Detroit a little bit of love, you know. Just touched my heart. You know, it's just. Let me know that deep down inside, I still love y'all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Yeah, we, we made it to the crib, so. Thank y'all for listening and listen to the intro. Well, I don't know why I'm saying that because this is past the intro. But, yeah, I'm going to try to shout everybody out. Thank y'all for showing me birthday love and lions suck. All right. (laughs) Peace.